Hope everybody is doing their best right now as we're going through this crazy time in our world. I'm Tony Bruski, host of Real Ghost Stories Online. Wanted to invite you and let you know about our other brand new podcast that we just launched, Help Kill the Time for You. It's called The Dark Side of Wikipedia. It's about true crime and dark history. We dive into some of the strangest, most disturbed minds and experiences from our history and examine their story, their Wikipedia entry, and then discuss the cases, the individuals, and the psychology of the events as we go through each and every story. Some of our first episodes include Ed Gein, the BTK killer, the new London school explosion, Amityville murders, Richard Speck, Amelia Dyer, the General Slocum disaster, Jeffrey Dahmer, and more. New episodes every single week. Check out Dark Side of Wikipedia. Search it. Subscribe wherever you download podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. It's available now with new episodes every single week. Dark Side of Wikipedia. Search and subscribe today and stay safe out there. Seeing a ghost can be a chilling and life-changing moment. Today, we hear the story of what it was like the moment some friends realized they just had an encounter with the dead. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802. Or writing at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown, and quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is, 855-853-4802. Our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. We would love to hear them. Write in at Real Ghost Stories Online. And this is a program that is supported by you guys. We love doing it for you. And uh, all we ask is if you can do it right now, five bucks a month to get access to a whole bunch of extras to keep us on the air. Bonus episodes, advanced episodes, new stuff every single week. You get it at ghostpodcast.com or through patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Pick your platform and sign up there and uh, that uh, five bucks uh, collectively is what allows us to do this show and uh, keep it on the air for you as we go through uh, crazy land Uh, Tony and Jenny Bruski joining you once again Hi. it's the 23rd of March 2020 the date that we are recording this episode I gave highlights in the last episode that we just recorded gave the greatest hits do you want to do the greatest hits now do we do the greatest hits again well or do you say listen to the last episode yeah 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 it it feels uh and we're gonna get to ghost stories pretty quick here but what you know i think the worst part about this whole thing is just like you know you you talk about it and you try and you know well, maybe this is how that'll go. Maybe that, like, I have no fucking idea. No. And that, that, that I think is what's most frustrating to me um, is it's just, okay, where's the fucking light at the end of the tunnel? And this is airing on April 15th. Oh. 
Titanic already sunk. <laughs> Titanic already sunk. But hey, taxes are delayed for another three months. Yeah. So. Um, so uh, as far as what's going on on April 15th of 2020, the day this thing airs, I have no fucking idea. Because um, it's the 23rd of March that we're recording. So I hope things are good. <laughs> Don't, not holding high expectations. No. But... Uh, yeah, so we're here to provide an escape, and that's what we're going to do and give you more ghost stories. Our phone number is 855-853-4802. If you have a ghost story, we would love to hear it. If you're sitting there going, I got one. Well, now is no better. Now is a better time than ever to share it with us. So please uh, write in at realghoststoriesonline.com if that's your thing, or call 855-853-4802 and share your real ghost story with us. Let's go to our first letter. It says this story is about our previous home in Alabama. In an earlier story, I stated that the previous owner seems to have just left the house without taking anything. I always thought, I wonder why they left so abruptly. Were they scared of something? Well, turns out, I'm pretty sure it was the ghost that occupied the house and surrounding area. It only took a couple of days for us to figure that out. This happened one day while I was upstairs on the computer. I was researching the area, trying to figure out what might have happened in the area to make it so haunted. I learned that right down the street was three unmarked graves, kind of made into a monument of the uh, unknown soldiers that had died during a Civil War battle. A battle had taken place very close to where our house was, and I'm assuming that was when they lost their lives. So after researching for a while, I go downstairs to watch TV. While sitting on the couch, I heard the front doorknob rattle like someone was trying to open it. In our living room were these very tall windows that go basically from the ceiling to about a foot off the floor. We kept the shades pulled down so we could only see out the bottom half of the window. Get halfway across the room, headed to the door, and I see the bottom half of a man with riding boots on and a long duster-type jacket on. I froze for a minute, and he stopped in front of the window, started for the door again, and I could hear boots walking away. I threw open the front door and went out to the porch, and he was gone. Goosebumps like crazy, raised on my arms. Later that day, my son and I go to town, kind of check things out, grab some lunch. We were driving down the main strip and we were looking at this barbecue place that had a funny sign on it as we were passing by. And my son says, look at the guy in the Confederate uniform walking by the railroad tracks. So I slowed way down. I see him. He sees us. He nods his head at us and smiles and walks right into the side of the barbecue building. Oh, shit. Not the door. <laughs> and disappears. He looks solid. Not what you would think a ghost might look like. We freaked out. We both agreed. We just saw a ghost in broad daylight. And that wouldn't be the last time we saw one either. There are so many stories I can tell you about our time in this house. One real quick story that happened the very next day when I was home alone. I was upstairs. Uh, making up beds and tidying things up. I finished my chores and went downstairs to the den to check my email. When I was sitting there, I kept hearing something coming from upstairs in my bedroom. It sounded like something humming. My dog kept looking up the stairs, but not attempting to go up. And then a growl came from them. So I was thinking, do I even want to go up there? But something scary happened. I always ran outside for some reason. Felt safer. So I like to run outside or go check it out. Decided to be brave and go check it out. When I got to my bedroom door, I peek in. And in the middle of my well-made bed was a pile of pennies. 
I have no idea how or where they came from. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. More pennies. I love the part where they, you know, kind of like smile and nod at the Confederate soldier. And then he just walks right into the side <laughs> of the building. And he recognized them. Hey. Yeah. How are you? Suppose there's worse places to hang out if you're a ghost than a barbecue restaurant. Jeez. I wonder if that's true with the, um, you know, they say like if you're a ghost, um, uh, they say whatever that means. Uh, there's, I guess, the theory that if you're a ghost and you walk into the the object or the item, uh, you'll be able to. Uh, They're like having rough sex under the desk, and I want them to stop. <laughs> the dogs. They just need to go away. Well, they, they're enjoying me talking about barbecue. It's turning them on. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> this is where a live stream would be great. Anyway, uh, the, the thing I was talking about was if you're a ghost, you walk into food, essentially, and then you can taste it. And I hope thing, that's how it works. It'd be great. Yeah. It'd be one of the things I think I'd miss most. I food. would haunt a donut store like no <laughs> you, other. You would get sick of donuts. No, I wouldn't. Not if I don't no. have to worry about getting fat from donuts or getting diabetes from all the sugar. Mm-hmm. I would be all about haunting a donut store. You have to do one that like offers some protein, like the bacon donuts. Then, oh too. yeah, maple bacon donuts. Yeah, it's my favorite. Those yeah. are the best. Uh, yeah. I remember there was a uh, a restaurant that was haunted that I actually did a video about way before we even started doing the show. It was called Doc's. It was in Wichita. Doc's Steakhouse, this old place, looked like Burt Reynolds' basement, paneling galore, <laughs> and something straight out of you know. I mean, I think it originated in like the 30s or 40s, but the decor was that of about the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a picture on their wall of, and they could never explain it, and it looked like a shadow person. Mm-hmm. It was the best shadow person picture I think I've ever, one of them least the best ones I've ever seen. Did you ever see that one that yeah. I pointed out to you? And it's it looks like this guy is just standing on the side of the building. Mm-hmm. And it's a giant, it's a shadow. And it's, it's, it's been a while since I've seen it. The perspective of it just, there's no way to explain what this is or why it's there. And it's not a digital photo. It's an old photo. Um, I think you can actually see the photo. It was called Back for Seconds. That was the video that I did. Um, And that's on our YouTube page. That was when you combined food videos with paranormal. Mm -hmm. So the name had a double meaning. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and there's other stories of that uh, that place on that video where I go through and, and check it out. Um, they see things. They hear things. The place is closed down now, so I have no idea what, if anything, is in there. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, it was a neat place to, uh, to visit, just kind of your old-time uh, diner, restaurant. It was kind of supper clubby. But steakhouse. Yeah, steakhouse-y from a different era. Great garlic salad. That was their deal. <laughs> I remember uh, they made this garlic salad, and it's essentially it's coleslaw uh, with extra garlic uh, and super crazy creamy. And on the video, he shows me how he makes it, and he does it on camera. And then when I saw how much mayo goes into <laughs> one serving of this garlic salad, it's like, no wonder this place is haunted as shit. It's like the amount of people who ate this garlic salad and died because of all of the uh, the calories Oh my god! It was delicious, but it totally made me like I, I don't think I can eat this garlic salad anymore because it's like a cup of mayo in a serving. Now, is garlic salad a regional thing? 
I think so. I had never heard of garlic salad until I lived in Wichita. Okay, because I hadn't either in Texas. Yeah. But um, I know that New Way, the, the burger place yeah. that was really old there in town, they had a garlic salad that was really good. Many places had a garlic salad. Yeah. I, I think it's regional. Um, and I wonder where it stems from, if it's, you know, of a certain nationality or something that... I don't know. This comes from, and there was a lot of that there. I think it's more of a time period thing because New Way started like in the 30s. And, okay. And then if Docs was like in the 30s or 40s, maybe yeah. it was just that was a popular thing then. It was a classic dish. Mm-hmm. Um, garlic salad. It's great on those little uh, rectangle crackers. Oh, like the clubhouse crackers? Clubhouse crackers, yeah. Yeah. You, you put some of that on there with a little uh, hot sauce. Yep, that's delicious. It'll haunt you for days. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Trying to stay positive. I know. I got to be honest. It's tough. It is tough doing this show, but I'm, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. This is our first time really kind of getting back in the swing, you and me on the air. Mm-hmm. In this, because we we took uh, the first week off of of the shit show, um, just because we were trying to get ourselves, you know, set up for the week and we, and learn how to virtually educate, yeah. Harper. Because I mean, we had done the homeschool thing at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and we had our own system down, but now this is through the school district, so they have different things and different ways they want it done, and so just that learning curve made it impossible for me to sit down and record with you yeah that was the main reason we didn't and i i got the shows done last week with carol and sean mm-hmm. but uh we did not sit down and do a show until excuse me today and uh yeah it's just like i i once i'm reading i'm doing into the story like it's good it's like when i wake up in the morning right now it's like i'm having dreams about shit and if it's not about what's going on it's like oh okay and then you wake up it's like oh fuck yeah <laughs> we're back in shit um, but yeah. So anyway, look, we're like I said, we're not ending the show by any means. We're just we're actually putting out more content than ever before. Just a matter of trying to get into that distraction mode and uh, and feel it. I got uh, our studio. By the time this airs, you'll have seen much more of it on our uh, Facebook page. Uh, our studio is now set up for much more streaming than we've ever done uh, in this studio before. I have cameras set up at multiple angles because that matters in the apocalypse, but it'll make for a better, <laughs> uh, that'll make for a better uh, presentation. Um, and it'll be fun. Uh, we're going to get uh, things going too with live calls as well, where you can call in and uh, and share your ghost stories uh, with us. So be sure to be uh, subscribing to us on uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. And we'll notify you ahead of time of those live broadcasts. Typically we'll be doing them in the evening hours, usually around eight o'clock central time there are different time zones drinking time yeah so if you like spirits with spirits it's back um yeah and and we're doing that um kind of randomly throughout the week when we feel it um but uh sometimes it'll be once a week sometimes it'll be multiple times a week but uh follow us on social media so you don't miss out on any of that let's go to our next story it says i'm new to your podcast and i decided to start on the earlier episodes today i listened to one where you talked about your dreams and how you sometimes return to a certain location in the dream i instantly i instantly related to your experience as i have the same occurrence happening in many cases i have a couple of different places i go specifically a mall my grandma's old house and for a short time my great grandma's church 
My dreams are often vivid, more so when my hormones are higher. My pregnancies were often full of very intense dreams. I had reoccurring dreams a lot as a kid, one specifically that I love to share. It's not ghost related, so let me know if you'd like me to share that one on your show. Today, I wanted to specifically talk about sleep paralysis and find out how common it is. I can think of at least six times where I've experienced sleep paralysis. They're always accompanied by feelings of dread, scary images, hearing voices, and or being touched or held down. I had one happen just recently in 2017. I was at a family reunion in Oregon and was sleeping in the family room of my parents' condo. My hair was long, so I was sleeping with it pulled up in a bun and on the top of my head. I remember being asleep, not out of nowhere, Something took hold of my bun and held it down against the pillow. It was terrifying and I couldn't move. After a moment, it passed and I woke up completely. Another time, it happened more recently. Just a couple of months ago, I was sleeping and felt this incessant tapping on my head. I tried to open my eyes, but my eyelids felt heavy. I could see my nightstand and everything on it, but it was like I was looking through black lace. I tried to blink my eyes to clear the fog and eventually woke all the way up those were the two where I was physically touched, though not in the scariest ones. The scariest one happened when I was a teen or a young adult. The dream part that I remember was me being in the dark, dilapidated house. Upon recollecting the dream to my mom, I realized that the room is very similar in layout to their bedroom. Currently, though, they were not living in the house at the time of the dream. And we're being in this room. It's physically dark, but also emotionally heavy. Suddenly, I was being held down by something very heavy, pushing my shoulders down. A deep, gravelly voice started talking in my ear. I can't remember what it was saying. My memory is that the words spoken were not even English. Even though this experience happened very long ago, it's still extremely vivid in my memory. I recently understood that I'm an empath. I only feel the emotional presence of those around me, seen and unseen. The best part of that has been feeling the spirits of some of my children before they were even conceived. I have some more stories that I'll have to sit down and write in about. They're shorter and more ghost-related. Thanks for all you do. Love the podcast. I have a thought on sleep paralysis, which is my least favorite thing to talk about in the whole world. <laughs> I like to talk to you about it right before we go to bed every night. Sit down. I think part of the reason it is so easy to remember the experience is because you're not truly asleep. Whereas when you're dreaming, you might have a dream that you can kind of remember, but a lot of times if you're in that really deep REM sleep, you're going to dream, but you're not going to be able to remember it when you wake up. Sure. But I think with sleep paralysis, not only is it terrifying, but you remember it so much because you're not asleep. Mm -hmm. You think you are, but you're not. Yeah. So it's like you're getting 100% of all the memories right there and the other version you're picking up like 60%. Yeah. Or so. It's like, I kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's much more vivid. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. I thought it was interesting to to hear someone uh, talk about going and visiting specific places in this like dream world that they, um, they go to. Because I have that. And I've talked about it way back uh, on the show where... Uh, it's it's a strange thing. I will. It's like there's this whole other world that exists in my dreams, and sometimes it's based off of like other places that I have visited, and it's like kind of a weird, bizarro version of it. But I'll return to them sometimes in dreams. Like, oh, I remember this place. I've been here before in this dream, in another dream years ago, and it's like you're just kind of back there again. What's new? What's changed over the last how many years? And it's weird. 
I remember there's this there's this one area. It's this town, and I think it's based off of the city of Wausau, Wisconsin, where I lived for a while. And I always used to walk. I walked. I walked more than any other time in my life around just randomly mm-hmm. when I lived there. And I would just go and explore that town, and I would just wander and go all over the place, up and down neighborhood streets, and just see what was to be seen. And in my my dream. It's a similar type layout into the downtown, but there's different stuff and more stuff there. And there's this one place there in my mind that it's like this creepy chapel thing. It's like a, I shouldn't say chapel, it's like a church. Okay. It's very dark and very creepy. And there's like multiple, like you can keep going deeper and deeper into it. Uh, like door after door after door and long hallway after long hallway. And it just kind of keeps going and it's just creepy and dark. And there's nothing like really, I don't get like haunted out of it, but just, I don't know. It's just a weird place, mm-hmm. but I visited it a few times and it's always the same layout, same place. It's like, no, oh, that's that place. I don't know. I don't know what the hell that means, why it's there. It's just like, there's this whole Legoland of craziness in my head. Past life. I don't think these buildings actually ever existed. You don't know that. I mean, they're pretty elaborate. Okay. I mean, it, it's like Winchester House type <laughs> type shit. I mean, it really is. It's like, I don't know how you'd physically construct what I, I go through, or uh-huh. even if they're physically even possible. Sure. But um, I don't know. It, it's interesting because none of it really feels like it's a different time period. Mm. It's just these weird places. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. To share your real ghost stories with us here on the program. Let's go to this caller. Hi. Hi, my name is Jessica. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about calling for the last couple of years, but finally got the nerve. I have just a few stories. They're really short stories, but I um, wanted to share them. So we had this cute little puppy. Um, and unfortunately, one night she got hit by a car and it was just horrible. Uh, we lost her, and a few days later, um, I hear scratching at the side of the bed and whining, which is something she would do, and I, you know, picked her up and put her on the bed. And we do have another dog, but she was much larger. So the next morning, I wake up and realize he's not with us so what was whining and what did I pick up I remember physically holding something and picking it up but there was she wasn't in our bed or anything we had already lost her so that was that was one story it was, it was pretty crazy I was kind of nice though because you know at least I knew she was okay um and then the next one was uh when my dad had died um he had, he had taken his own life, and um, so, you know, you just sit there with the why, and can we do something, and is he okay, and and uh, I was calling my mom one day, she was at my sister's house, and I hear, when the phone takes up, I hear Jess, and a guy's voice, and my nephew, I thought, picked up, and so I just said, Andy, and it was, there was nothing after that. Well, then a second later, my mom says, hello. And this was as I was walking into Target. So I was going through the automatic doors. And I thought it was really strange. But my mom and I are both believers. So we're like, oh, okay, maybe the 
whole electricity thing or you know the 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 um going through that door kind of gave them that zap to say my name and uh it, it just it was kind of awesome just to hear him one more time and it made me feel like i knew he was okay um and the uh, another one was when my grandpa passed away um i felt somebody sit on the edge of my bed and you know like a pressure and then it was gone, and my sister had come in the room and said, Grandpa passed away. So I just knew that it was him kind of sitting there for a second with me. So that was, um, those are my three stories. I do have one more, but it was my mom's, and it was the same thing in the same, my room uh, that I was in. That my grandpa came to visit. Um, used to be my parents' master bedroom. So uh, her brother had died. He was killed by a drunk driver. Uh, when he was in his 30s and she just remembers sitting there and hearing tapping and she said out of nowhere she just blurts Tom you know I don't know Morse code and so she got up right away she got you know an encyclopedia that had the Morse code stuff in it and she found that it was saying G-T-S-I-O-U which is my grandpa's initials is G-T-S well like a week later, my grandpa got a check of some money that he had owed him before he died. So it was like him saying, I know I owe you this and you'll be getting the repayment. So those are um, my stories. And I do, I, I love your stories and some of them really freak me out. And it's just, uh, yeah, which is kind of fun during Halloween season. But you guys are doing a great job. And yeah, thank you for everything you do. Bye. I think Morse code is an awesome way for a ghost to communicate if they know it. Because yeah. it takes less energy than most anything else. Mm -hmm. But it's just hard to know. Maybe that's what the knocking is. A lot of times people hear and they don't know what it is. It makes sense. Maybe that that is exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. Do you, but is that a skill that you suddenly get when you're dead? Or is it like you kind of already got to know this? Can you learn things when you're dead? I guess is another question. Do you want... All right, I'm going to learn Morris code now because speaking and yelling haven't gotten through to anybody. I don't know why you couldn't learn things when you're dead. That's true. Something to think about. Mm -hmm. I think it's always great. Every uh, the the best stories start with a puppy getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, "Oh god." Yeah. That's the way to start the call. We had this really cute puppy and it got hit by a car and it was just horrible. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. I, don't, I, I, I love puppies. I, I don't know why I'm finding that. I guess the irony is just, I don't know. <laughs> okay. 855-853-4802 uh, is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. To share your real ghost stories with us here on the program. We should probably talk about our other podcast where by the time this episode airs, it should be out. It should be. It should be. Now, that's barring any issues with Apple getting it posted mm -hmm. and going through that process because I've not submitted it at this moment yet and everything's kind of crazy, so I don't know how long that will take. Normally, it's like 24 hours, but who knows? Um, so it should be. Uh, Dark Side of Wikipedia is what it is called. Uh, at the very least, the website will be up. You'll be able to get audio through that 
method, uh, but it should definitely be um, through Apple Podcasts and everything else uh, fairly quickly, you know, knock on wood. Um, but Dark Side of Wiki is the website. The show is called Dark Side of Wikipedia. And uh, it's uh, it's an interesting uh, look at all sorts of crazy shit that has happened uh, in history. What we do is we take Wikipedia entries, rather dark Wikipedia entries, uh, for example, things like uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, Dennis Rader, the BTK killer, the New London School explosion, the Amityville murders, Amelia Dyer, Richard Speck, uh, and more. Um, and uh, we, we go through the entries and kind of pause chapter by chapter, and then we discuss the stories and uh, discuss what we know about them, what uh, how we feel about them, uh, interesting antidotes to some of the stories. Some of the stuff has been really interesting to talk about um, because some of these cases that we're launching with were things uh, that were very local to some of us. Um, the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. I was a kid when that was going on in Wisconsin, not very far. Sean's with me on that episode. He grew up in Milwaukee where all this shit was going on. BTK, we talk about. Carol's on that episode talking about what it was like working in media at the time. Because uh, he has a big media aspect of BTK. That's how he communicated, mm -hmm. was through the media. Um, so some interesting insights there. We talk about the new London school explosion, which is what we've talked about on this show before, uh, where you discovered that your, uh, your imaginary friend, as you thought of as being imaginary, uh, not so imaginary. Yeah. Um, you believe that he very likely was from that. I do. Um, and and what happened there? Um, all sorts of very interesting dark stories. It, it, if you're like us, the the premise of the show is I I tend to find myself wikipediaing things all the time. Mm -hmm. You're watching a show. You're watching something like, oh, I wonder what the full story is in that. And you get to the entry and it's huge and you kind of skim through it or you sit there and you read the whole damn thing for hours. It's like that, but it's in a podcast with commentary. And I think, honestly, at first you're going to be like, ooh, I've heard of this. I'm going to listen to that episode. Listen to the episodes that... That, of course, you've heard of, but also listen to the ones that you've never heard of before. Yeah. Because some of those are the most freakiest, <laughs> fucked up shit that you've never heard of before. Enlighten yourself on just how fucked up the world is. Yeah, it's almost kind of, I, I hate to say fun, but it's, it's very interesting because most of these things, people, you know, they're not just common history. Yeah. History terms. No, they're not. Um, and they, they really go into great depth on the stories. So it's uh, it's a fun show. We're really enjoying putting it together. And I hope you guys uh, enjoy it, too. It's called The Dark Side of Wikipedia. Get it wherever you download podcasts. And if, if anybody has any suggestions for something they'd like us to talk about, an entry from Wikipedia, um, feel free to email it to me. Yeah. Or, or shoot it to us on uh, on social media through Instagram or Facebook or whatever and say, hey, I'd love to hear an episode about this. And uh, that'd be great. I mean, because we're sitting here going, hey, it's a good one. That's a good one. There's, there's like no end to the amount of good ones. But if somebody has a request. Yeah. Of uh, let's talk about this dark shit. We may just do that. So feel free to uh, to make a suggestion here or there. And if you have insight or something and like, hey, this was this do this one. This happened in my town when mm -hmm. I was a kid and you have some insight as to what it was like. Feel free to do a little story 
a yeah. write-up on on how it affected you, and we can include that in the episode as well because it's always interesting to have that uh, that that human perspective. And I'll say this: this is morbid, but there's no minimum or maximum on victims with these things. God. So meaning that it can be something from somebody's town where yeah. it affected a handful of people, or it can be a mass tragedy. Mm-hmm. As long as there is a really good Wikipedia entry and it's really kind of messed up, that's mm-hmm. what we're looking for. Yeah, a long enough story, really, Yeah, uh, to, to tell. If the entry's like 40 words, that's not going to work. Um, but if it's you know something that we can really read and, and dissect and dive into, um, that's what we're looking for. Because mm-hmm. uh, these are really, it, it's history is what we're, we're talking about. It's dark history, but it is history. Um, so that's what we're doing on, on that podcast. It's kind of weird of of folks like us where it's like, well, we're going through this crazy dark period of time. We go and immerse ourselves in other dark things, other dark topics to make as an escape. Mm -hmm. But you know, that's, I don't know. It's not really nothing new. I mean, look at the success of Dateline and things like that. Mm-hmm. How often is Dateline a positive episode? Right. You know, it's like, it's always the crazy dark shit, but it's escapism. And, you know, we need it now, uh, now more than ever. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. We would love to hear it. And if you like our program, help us stay on the air. Become an extra podcast person. An EPP is what we call that. You get all the bonus material, the audiobook, ebook, everything, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Until next time, for Jenny, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online.